When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. So which are you? Are you an investor or a gambler? It matters because what you are determines what you're going to do in the future. I believe that too many people who hold themselves out to be investors are actually gamblers. They want excitement. They want a big win. They want a quick profit. That's not what an investor should expect, nor what an investor is likely to get. So maybe you need to disabuse yourself of that notion. That's just not going to happen. And don't call yourself an investor if that's the way you think. Because investing, investing is and should be incredibly dull and boring. As a matter of fact, many years ago, Paul Samuelson, who won the very first American Nobel Prize for economics, said that investing should be dull. It should be like watching paint dry or grass grow. And if you want excitement, you should go to Vegas. And he's exactly right. Investing should not be exciting. And yet, recently we've had all of this excitement. And again, I keep saying this, but it really comes down to the financial media loving loving the excitement of a good financial story. And what's more exciting than Bitcoin going from nothing to $40,000? What's more exciting than a company nearly out of business like GameStop going from a few dollars a share to a few hundred dollars a share? Very little. That's why it gets all the attention. But in that attention lies danger because you are going to start to think that you can do this too. Because when we hear anecdotal evidence, and ev- anecdotal evidence is not real evidence, of something being successful, of somebody turning thousands into millions, well, we want to do it too. We get kind of greedy and envious. And yet, it's not the best idea for your future. You're going to lose more often than you win. That's the fact. That is what the evidence states. As a matter of fact, there were two, 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 two studies done, big studies in the past couple of decades that showed that active mutual fund managers, active mutual fund managers, these are people who make a living from picking stocks. Active mutual fund managers... When you adjust for just the effect of luck, bear in mind that most of these GameStop people got lucky if they if they bought at the right time and sold at the right time. But after you adjust for luck, it turns out that active mutual fund managers don't beat the market. In large part, there's a tiny little fraction, about 1% in both of the studies, that might have shown some skill. 
Yet out of thousands and thousands of actively managed mutual funds, how are you going to find that one who does in the future? And why do you think you're going to be one of those tiny fractions of people who aren't even professionals and are going to beat the market? You are not going to do it. And people are going to make fun of all of you who fail at this. Bear in mind, if you're one of the folks who bought into GameStop at $350 plus, what has happened to you in the last two days? You've lost a fortune. You've really taken a beating. To that point, today, I received a, a comment from a listener through TalkingRealMoney.com, through the comment form. And here's what he said. He said, thank you. Thank you for hammering home the well-diversified approach to owning the whole world of 9,000 stocks every week. I had some extra money to invest, was very tempted to buy into GameStop, AMC, etc. at the recent peak after all the news coverage. See what it does to you? See what it does? I even went into my brokerage account and was ready to buy. But I thought about your daily advice and just bought VT instead, which is the Vanguard Total World Stock Index ETF. Now GameStop is crashing, as probably expected, and I am so grateful for you guys. Every time I am tempted into stock picking, you really help. I have no problem with you stock picking. None of you. Don't have any problem with it. As long as it's money, you are 100% certain you can afford two and are comfortable losing. Otherwise, serious money should never go into individual stocks. Serious money should absolutely never go into options. Serious money should certainly not go into precious metals or commodities. It should not go into cryptocurrencies. Serious money should be put into the economy of the world, the planet. Because the one thing we can pretty confidently state is that, based on the past, it is more likely that the economy of the planet will grow in the future. And the economy of the planet is represented by, they're not the same, but it is represented by the value of all the stocks that help make up that economy, that make up a pretty decent portion of that economy. So quit playing games. You're going to get burned. I don't know when, but I know you will. I know you will. I don't know when Bitcoin is going to suffer its inevitable day of reckoning, but it will. There's so much talk now of, of cryptocurrencies being manipulated. They're looking into pump and dump schemes. There may very well have been a pump and dump scheme with GameStop. Do you know what a pump and dump scheme scheme is? It's really simple. Someone with access to a lot of eyeballs or ears through Twitter or Facebook or Reddit boards or the mainstream media, CNBC, Fox Business, whatever it might be. Somebody who has a degree of credibility or a big audience can go out there and tout something immediately after they've purchased it and pump it up, cause people to go out and buy it. And then if they're smart, they don't wait long. They watch it go up. 
not knowing where the top is, and they take their profits, leaving all of you who followed picking up the tab. They're, in essence, when you think about it, they're stealing your money. People are getting mad at the brokerage firms and Robinhood for shutting down a lot of these trades. The people you should be mad at are the pumpers and the dumper and, and the dumpers on these boards. You should be mad at them. They're taking advantage of you. They're literally legally robbing you. It's legal, but it's taking your money. Yes, you did stupidly go ahead and give it to them, but it's still taking money that was yours away from you. Don't let them do it. Don't play with money unless it's just for fun. You're going to Vegas. Hey, have fun. You got a buck. You want to wager it on a lottery ticket. Okay, it's a buck. Don't put the grocery money on it. But if it's your serious money, treat it seriously. Have a plan. Diversify based on your risk, need, and tolerance. It's a combination. Globally diversify. Own high-quality bonds to dampen the volatility. And then quit trying to guess the future because you can't know it. Give it up. You cannot do it. And I know we repeat this message a lot, but as that listener stated, I don't think we can repeat it enough. Well, we certainly can't until people stop buying GameStop. AMC, even Tom did it. So anyway, uh, do you have any questions about this or anything else? Give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Hi, uh, my brother interested to implement Paul Merriman's two funds for life portfolio, uh, target date fund plus uh, small cap value. Looks like Schwab target date funds are the cheapest versus Vanguard and Fidelity. He wants to uh, invest his Roth IRA in 2050 target date funds. Can I have your thoughts? Thank you so much. Bye. Be very careful with Schwab because they have two target date 2050 funds. Make sure you get the right one. I'm sure he's looking at the right one, but for everybody else, there's a target date 2050 fund, and then there's a target date 2050 index fund. The target date 2050 fund has expenses of 0.7%, almost three quarters of a percent per year versus the target 2050 index at 0.08% or eight one hundredths of 1%. I would take the index fund every single time. But having said that, it's got the same kind of diversification you're going to find at Vanguard. Very, very similar. It's well diversified. It's U.S., it's international, it's small cap, it's emerging markets, it's REITs. It's all the things we think need to be there. And then as Paul suggests, and this is Paul's strategy, he suggests then adding a small cap value fund to that to boost returns. Remembering though, small cap value funds are highly Highly, highly, I can't even tell you how many highlys, highly volatile. Otherwise, though, going going for, with the shop, the going with the Schwab 2050 target index fund, absolutely great. I would love to see him do it. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or send questions in at talkingrealmoney.com using the infamous contact form from where our next question comes. And that 
is about 401k rollovers. Hi, I listened to you on my lunch break at Bartell Drugs. We just got bought out by Rite Aid, and I'm not sure what to do with my 401k. I'm almost 57, and I am not planning to need the money for 10 years. I like my investments now, but they are very aggressive, 93% stock, and I know I need to lower that percentage. I was thinking of rolling it over into Vanguard and putting in a 2035 fund and let it ride. Then I would start my new 401k with Rite Aid. They use Empower Retirement and T. Rowe Price Retirement Funds plus other options. Or should I roll my 401k over into the Rite Aid plan and have all my 401k money with them? Thank you. I think I like the first idea. I think I like rolling it into the simplicity and the low, 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 low fees of Vanguard and using the 2035 target date fund for sheer simplicity. Then, you know, you've got something that's not too aggressive, not too wimpy. I, I'm not a, a gigantic fan of target dates because I think they lump everybody of a certain age into the same risk group. I'm a bigger fan of determining your risk tolerance and your risk need, how much you're going to need in retirement, and then building the portfolio using the two or three funds that we suggest at Vanguard or Fidelity or uh, Schwab using index funds. But the t if you really want it to be simple, this is simple. Go with the 2035. The timing is about right. It's going to be a little bit more aggressive than your age which is fine. I mean, if you wanted to be a little more aggressive than your age, you could go with the 2040. So you can tweak it. You don't have to always be right there at the exact year when you're retiring. Thank you for the note. Thank you all for your notes and questions. We'll get, thank you all for your notes and questions. We're going to get to more of them tomorrow and the next day. We just do them on the podcast. We got, we got a lot of shows for you here and we appreciate you being a part of them all. And please tell your friends, spread the word, the more the merrier. And coming up on February 20th, for several hours, we have our big event, the big event, the seventh annual Retire Meet. This time it's Retire Meet America because we're doing it virtually. And we've got some great classes on various aspects of retirement from Social Security to senior housing, investing, uh, estate planning, and a whole lot more. Plus, we have some great guests. We have Paul Merriman and the founder and current executive chairman of Dimensional Funds, David Butler. So you don't want to miss this. This is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of information. And the best, best, best part of all is that it doesn't cost a thing. You just sign up at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald. that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.